The Ontario government has announced that they are extending temporary paid sick days for healthcare workers until March 31st, 2023. But healthcare workers working on the front line say this is not enough and call the temporary paid sick days inadequate. Just last month, over 270 physicians, nurses, and other healthcare workers signed an open letter demanding 10 permanent employer paid sick days. Palliative care physician and a member of Decent Work and Health Network, Dr. Nahid Dosani, joins me now. Thank you, Dr. Dosani, for joining me. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay, I am shocked, first of all, that Ontario's healthcare workers do not get at least 10 permanent paid sick days. Is this across the board, Dr. Dasani? You know, I, I want to say that it's not just many health workers who are impacted, it's workers in general in our communities who are impacted by inadequate access to paid sick days. And the announcement that came out last week was, was very disappointing and, and super frustrating because I think it's important for people to realize that the, what, was, what was announced is not new paid sick days. It's the fact that they're just renewing the same paid sick days program, which is just three days, no more new days. So they're forcing workers to stretch their paid sick days, three of them, over 700 days, which is the length of the pandemic. So there are no new additional paid sick days with this announcement. It's just the same three days stretched out going on, you know, 700 plus days of a pandemic. So, okay, I understand that this is across the board with a lot of workers in our province. But when I read this, I just thought our healthcare workers, I mean, these are, again, you're on the front lines, Dr. Dasani, every single day. Remember early on in the pandemic, we were uh, applauding doctors and nurses, calling you guys heroes. And then to hear that you're not getting enough sick days, three, as you said, three days. This sounds tone deaf. When, you know, the, the fact that now this has been uh, uh, renewed, but again, three days sounds really, really tone deaf. Is this a cause for people and many nurses and doctors to just say we've had enough? Yeah, you know, I think it goes without saying that we are dealing with immense pressures in our health system, such that the health system is literally collapsing. It's in the news every day. And, you know, we have to say that paid sick days are good for the economy and health. They're good for health workers. They're good for the patients we care for. There's no excuse for inaction. If we don't implement paid sick days, um, we are essentially, you know, contributing to the worsening uh, volumes and the full capacity we're seeing in our healthcare system. Paid sick days allow people to um, you know, access preventative care. They allow people to not spread illnesses while they are at work, which reduces volume in clinics and hospitals. And so, yeah, as a health worker, it's, it's really important for us and our health and our well-being. But when people have access to paid sick days, it means we can better provide high quality care because our systems are not strained. So it, it's a policy that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. In, in the open letter, it alluded that I alluded to off the top. It states that some members are having to choose between putting food on the table and following public health advice to stay home when sick. What are you saying? Tell us about some of those real life stories that you're also hearing of people having to choose between do I go in and do I get paid or and that means putting people in in danger if I have COVID or if I'm sick. Yeah, you know, um, from the front lines, I see this all the time, you know, um, and I've seen this throughout the pandemic where workers, um, you know, were having mild symptoms um, and, um, you know, because they didn't have adequate paid sick days and had to pay 
for, you know, their bills and to ensure they had food on the table for their families, went to work, got sick, and then uh, other people got sick as a result of that. And, you know, our health system absorbed the sequelae of that. And us health workers will always be here to care for our patients. But our government should do everything that they can in their power to ensure that these people are not getting sick um, at work and are helping our health system to reduce that strain. I also want to point out that, you know, this is about equity and this is about human rights. It's about ensuring that the most vulnerable members of our community are protected. 58% of workers in Canada do not have paid sick days. That proportion rises to a staggering 70% for workers earning less than $25,000. we got to remember that many people who are racialized work in low-wage jobs and lack access to paid sick days. So paid sick days are a matter of racial justice, too. It's about equity and it's about doing right by those who are most vulnerable in our community. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that, how that's how this is impacting racialized workers significantly as well. We've seen it throughout the COVID-19 pandemic that the areas that became hotspots were areas where low-wage uh, workers who often had precarious jobs were racialized people working in long-term care homes, in farms, meat processing plants, nail salons, and grocery stores. We've seen how this pandemic disproportionately affected workers of color, racialized uh, uh, workers, and in many cases, racialized women. And so to say that paid sick days um, is not something that um, is important is, to, is akin to saying that we don't care about the disproportionate impact that a pandemic like this has on um, on racialized people. And that's really what we mean when we say it's an equity-informed initiative. But it, it's not just COVID, right? We have to take it one step further and recognize that people need paid sick days to stay home with a cold or a flu or a, from a miscarriage or a sprained ankle. And now we're seeing the rise in infection of monkeypox. We know it's an infectious disease, disease spread from person to person through contact and ensuring workers can stay home while they're sick is vital. And the current program doesn't support anything beyond COVID. So we really need to make this a policy that goes beyond COVID. We need 10 permanent paid sick days and we need this to be a mainstay in this province. Absolutely. Does the lack of adequate sick days also, I'm saying, I'm asking this question, but I already know the answer, also put the public in danger as well? For sure. You know, when you're thinking about the ways that illnesses can spread, whether it be COVID or other uh, illnesses, you're talking about workers who are potentially showcasing symptoms, who are going to work, getting other workers potentially sick uh, because they have to pay their bills. And, and, and then those people are in our communities. Like this is not happening in isolation on an island. These people are our neighbors. They're our friends. They're our community members. And that's why we need a collective effort to protect um, uh, people and particularly workers in our communities through you know, 10 uh, uh, paid, um, uh, paid sick days. So what happens after March 31st, 2023, when, you know, these temporary, as you said, three paid sick days, uh, you know, expires? What happens after that? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. Um, you know, my understanding of the situation is that after that date and after that program um, is expired is that there will be no adequate access to paid sick days at all. Uh, for people. And that's why we were so frustrated and disappointed after all we've seen and, lear seen and learned during this pandemic about the ways that workers have been impacted, the fact that many workers um, were so dedicated and sacrificed so much to keep us safe so many of us could just stay home, um, that there wasn't um, an announcement that really announced new paid sick days and, and lacked uh, permanent paid sick days. In 2023, when this expires, there will be no paid sick days for workers. Mm, and that's wow. really scary. Yeah, 
Thank you so much, Dr. Nahid Dasani, palliative care physician and member of the Decent Work and Health Network. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And that's it for our show today. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more great programming. I'm Maggie John, and you've been listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.